yesterday, so uh, along the lines of my sports watching day yesterday, is uh, I watched the Creighton UConn women's game. Uh, then I watched the the Daytona 500. Uh, I'd lost some money because the big one, which happened with nine laps to go, took a couple of my guys out. Yeah, Kozlowski, uh, right? But I will be right back there in Atlanta. Um, it's always fascinating. Like, have you guys have you guys been to a NASCAR race? Uh no, but I was. Have you go- been to? But have you been to like a? a yes. Yeah, you've been to a car. Yes. So the the sound of cars crashing, mm-hmm. especially at a super speedway, is very jarring. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like, you know, if you have an accident here on Dodge Street and all the cars start piling up, it's like, whoa. Yeah. And then as you watch it unfold, but what I loved is when that happened and you knew that if you're watching the race, and, and there were only five cautions, but there were two big accidents, um, and that one you could feel was coming just the way they were racing, mm-hmm. is to hear the radio activity of drivers that are not involved in the accident because they're not talking while they're getting spun around. <laughs> they hit the wall. Right. But Chase Elliott like went through, and to hear him on the radio live talking to his his crew was like wow. Like he's trying to like dodge and yeah. dive as he's he's whipping through it. But if you've ever if you go to a, uh, a, a super speedway or any racetrack, mm-hmm. and just the accident, the sound is like really really jarring. But yeah, that screwed me last night. How'd your fantasy team do? Uh, we actually did okay Good. because. Um, in my on uh, NASCAR.com in the second slot, I had William Byron. Oh, okay. Who uh, ended up winning the race? Which Good was job. nice for uh, Hendrick. Um, but also yesterday, I was watching uh, PFPs. You'll know what that is. Pitcher fielding practice. Hell yeah. Pitchers fielding their position. Yep. Um, so I watched that because you know spring training is going on, and then I listened to uh, Mike Trout. Man, <laughs> poor guy. We like loyalty, but sometimes there's <laughs> there's like. Man, you are loyal to a fault. Yes, he is. So right now, he is not wanting a trade out of Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Anaheim will do that to you. Oh, sure. They had the one of the best players on the planet walk away, and they got nothing. Yep. They Post-season. have not really replaced him, even though they're in pursuit of Blake Snell and Cody Bellinger. Mm-hmm. Pakota has him as a 74-win team. Uh, it's very Angels-like. I know that playing for the Angels kills your enthusiasm about baseball, ask Anthony Rendon. But do you think that Mike Trout wants to win? I thought he did. I really did. Like I, it, this, the, the Mike Trout thing makes very little sense to me. Where I, I good, uh, And you're right. Good for him of trying to stay loyal and, and want to be able to deliver something of substance in the postseason to that franchise. Dude, it ain't happening. Yeah, it just is not so going to happen. They're projected seventy-four wins. Yeah, they're in a division that has the the world champion and the Astros in mm-hmm. it. Uh, I I don't know. And it, the guy it, can't stay healthy. If, if, if Jay Williams was talking about Mike Trout, because Mike Trout doesn't have a ring, yeah, would would he say that Mike Trout is great? Would yeah. he would he use yeah. the phrase elite in, he, in the Jay Williams world about describing Mike? Trout? No, he wouldn't be elite because he doesn't have a ring. He's not one of the better players in the league. He's great. He's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but he's not elite. <laughs> it's just I do. I feel for Mike Trout, and and again, on top of the Mike Trout narrative of just almost seemingly stuck there, and part of that is on him, but also the injuries as well. I, I is it on him? 
Well, that's what I mean, of not trying to forcefully get out of there. I mean, that's... I think he's generally a good guy. I do too. That he doesn't want that to be a bad look because of who he is. Yeah, I think he's but old there, school. But there is a thing about handling loyalty. Like, if we, we want loyalty, and we would say, oh, you're chasing rings. But in this case, if Mike Trout said, man, I got to get out of Anaheim. Nobody would blame him. Nope. Not but, one person. But I think he's got the reputation, and it's true, is he's a really, really good guy. And he doesn't want to be that guy that says, you got to trade me. That's fine, But you know though. what? If you did, I wouldn't blame you. Exactly. They let Otani walk. I th- there, there's, so much, there's so much pressure in Anaheim to do right by Mike Trout that they don't know how to do right by Mike Exactly. Trout. It's, it, I've always said this. If you came out of a coma for like 10 years and you turned on national sports talk radio and say June or July, you would think that the Angels are chasing down a pennant because they were still always talked about. And Mike Trout's usually part of that conversation. There's st- everybody's still, it's, it's fascinating to me. People always want to talk about them. Yet, if you look at where they're in the standings, they're probably about 500 or just below or just above. And they're in real no threat to make the postseason at all. That's how excited of a player he is when he's healthy. And that's the type of conversation that he still gets. So if he did decide, hey, you know what? Enough's enough. I got I to gotta force my way out of here. There is not one player, there is not one rival GM or anybody in the business that would say, man, I thought Trout was a good dude. No, they'd be like, man, this, this sort of puts the punctuation mark on how truly bad yeah, it is in the Angels organization. So the last four years, like two years ago, he, had, he was a 40-home run guy, and he hit 283, and you're like, okay, Mike Trout is back. But in the last four years, only one time has he played more than 82 games. Yeah. It just seems like just half the season. And, yep. and, and the year that he hit 40 home runs two years ago, he only played 119 games. Yeah. Every, every year you can usually... I think he's, what, 32? Mm-hmm. Did he give me 32 this year? Yeah. Whether it's just a short stint on the IL, you know, major stuff that has happened, you know, the, the guy, I feel for him because he is, he truly is one of the best in the game and there's the physical part of it that has not been lucky for him in a lot of ways, but also what he's been surrounded. Like, if you would have told me once Mike Trout was with that organization as long as he's been, and they would not have been one postseason with him, and with Shohei, like with, with those two together, not one postseason well, together. You can blame the Royals for uh, getting in well, the way is, of uh, Mike Trout. That is true. Man, his war the last four years, 2-7, 2-2, and then 2-8. They're going to have a rough year in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Really, really rough year. I, I wonder yesterday after those comments if they increased their offer to Blake Snell. Help the dude out. Uh, they've done nothing. This, uh, Help this him season. out, man. All right, Andy Kendi is uh, coming uh, next. We got a lot for AK, who will have wall-to-wall coverage just like us tonight of uh, the Sweet 16 game that is going on. Your bracket may not be out, but uh, the bracket is out. This is a Sweet 16 game tonight between uh, Creighton and... Uh, UConn. Yeah, it's like a one versus four game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, very much so. So who do you got going to the Elite Eight? That's the question. All right, AK's next.